Welcome to The Ether. Today is Tuesday, April 12, 2022. This episode of The Ether is brought to you by Intern Capital. Everyone knows interns make the world go round, so when it comes to picking out your interns, make sure you choose the best. The best you say, that's right, the best. And everyone knows all the best interns come from Intern Capital. Be sure to follow Intern Capital on Twitter and keep an eye out April 14th for the Intern FT Mint launching on One Planet. Links are in the show notes. And for more information, check out intern.capital. Be sure to follow Intern Capital on Twitter for daily ship posts and stock tips. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, the One Planet Roundtable number 10 with Riot Factory, PS Labs, Rebel DeFi, and more. Let's take a listen. Awesome. Well, uh, first, just uh, thank you guys for your time today and for being a part of this roundtable. Uh, the way this usually works is we have two NFT projects that are going to be on the One Planet Launchpad. And then we also have a community member in Terra uh, that can be a content creator or somebody representing a project. Last week, we had Jimmy to represent Prism. Since we are going to be using, um, allowing users to use Pilona to buy the Prism NFT. And uh, today we have Rebel here who... Uh, uses uh, Galactic Punk as uh, his avatar and he creates content around DeFi and Terra. So uh, I figured uh, he'd be a perfect match for us today to come in and share a little bit about his experience uh, in that um, regard and, and learn about your projects as well. Uh, a couple of announcements from the One Planet side. So we currently have Playable that is live, the public uh, mint. Is live, so if anybody's interested in getting into MLB fantasy sports in Terra, you can get your pack now. It's 200 UST for a pack. Uh, on April 25th, you're going to be able to open the pack and you'll get 10 NFTs or 10 players. Um, and then a week after that, you'll be able to start using their website to enter those players. And the stats are going to depend on in re the real life. Um, uh, stats of the games where these players participate in. So if anybody's interested in that, definitely go there. And then the next um, Launchpad uh, NFT project is going to be Intern, Intern NFT on April 14th. So just a couple more days for that. Uh, and we, have, we are having a couple of events on Twitter right now if you want to be part of the whitelist for that. 
definitely participate. Um, and uh, with that, let's get started. So the first thing we'll do is just go around and introduce yourselves. And then after that, we'll dive a little bit deeper into um, what you guys are doing individually as projects. Um, all right. And Nikolai, thanks for joining us here as well. Hey. So should I start? No, I uh, just wanted to say thank okay, you for joining okay. us. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get you uh, to introduce yourself in a bit as well. All right. And no uh, to our listeners, thanks, uh, Department 77. Appreciate you being here again. Uh, Elisel, thank you for being here. MFAN, you guys are always uh, around the One Planet uh, ecosystem, so, so appreciate you guys. Um, so let's start with Rebel DeFi. So, uh, sir, we go uh, way back to November last year since we started working in Orbital Command, uh, but um, some of the listeners here might not know who you are, what you do. So just an intro into what you do, please. And then we'll dive a little bit deeper later on in, in this conversation. Sure. Yeah, well, thank you very much for the invite to join this NFT space. It's not usually my sort of area, to be quite honest. So, yeah, I'm quite excited to be here. I Yes, yeah, so, so we met, as you just said, working for Orbital Command a few months ago when we both started around about the same time. I have started, I'd started a YouTube channel last October or September, October time um, because I had some friends in real life that were sort of asking me what I was doing with this DeFi thing. So I thought, well, maybe if I just make a video, then I can show everyone at the same time and might get a little bit of engagement. And it, yeah, it turned out that that's kind of what happened. Some people gave me some nice feedback, put me on the radar of Orbital Command, and then the rest is history, I suppose. It's like I, I just do mostly sort of DeFi tutorials um, for beginners. So really just trying to help grow the Terra ecosystem. So that's, yeah, that's my bag. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, man. I, I think it's been very helpful. I, I was watching your content before I actually got to interact with you through Orbital Command, and I definitely learned a lot. You you do have a good uh, educator feel. <laughs> I, I think uh, uh, that was my experience and the reason why I, I continue to watch your videos. Awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you. For sure. So PS Labs, uh, an introduction to your project, please. Hi everyone. Uh, I my real name is David, and I'm based in London. And um, yeah, I run a project called PS Labs. Uh, we are essentially a generative. I like to call it just a generative art studio. And what we do is we create AI generated NFTs for any of our token holders that own the X token. And um, yeah, we've been going for about five weeks now and it's just been really crazy uh we're like really hitting our stride we you know we're running a really smooth service these days and we're just gearing up right now for our next collection which will be um rolling out gif animation so yeah i've just been uh other than rolling out the service for the x tokens just been really focusing on all the new stuff we have to put together for that and um yeah, yeah i mean in real life i don't know if is that of any interest but yeah, I mainly work in like advertising, content production, uh, producing like advertising campaigns for just brands like uh, W Hotels, Lego, Adidas, Mercedes, all these brands. So that's what I do in real life. And then 
uh, PS Labs was kind of like a side project, which has pretty much taken over my life now. So, uh, but I, I love it. I'm loving every day of it. And so, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm here to stay. Yeah, thanks for sharing that, man. I, I think it, it, it's kind of how we start <laughs> uh, side projects and eventually it just becomes our full-time job. I know that happened to me. Uh, March was the first time that I could finally say that. Rebel here, uh, April was the first, it's the first month that he's able to say that. Um, so yeah, it's it's cool to see just that transition from like our passion, right? Uh, being a side hobby to then eventually becoming a full-time thing. So cool, man. Thank you for sharing that. Um, let's go with Riot Factory. If you can introduce introduce us to your project. Hey, um, I'm Kolai. Uh, so I will be representing uh, the Riot Factory project. Um, I'm basically uh, the game dev of this project. Uh, I handle uh, integration as well as uh, uh, for the game side of things, and then um, as well as like, uh, helping with Chin on the business uh, direction. So I kind of do a bit of everything in this project. Um, so Riot Factory is actually uh, one of our, uh, part of our main, uh, bigger project, um, uh, which, is, which is an upcoming 3D shooter called Reneco. So we started out as a coin slash NFT game uh, back in last year, uh, where we do a cat team NFT collectible games. So eventually we had our second generation called Nipterra um, that launched uh, on uh, Random Earth, uh, where eventually we expand that uh, action to Riot Factory. So Riot Factory is uh, a collection that uh, I think our key unique selling point is that it's a DIY collection. So instead of being randomly generated, you are actually uh, collecting parts like uh, Lego or, or Gunpla models where you, uh, you can assemble uh, into a combination that you like. So, um, and then uh, the goal is that you, we treat it like sort of like a designer toy collection where eventually you will um, integrate this project into our uh, Later, uh, later stage as our part of our game components, uh, which is uh, basically Reneco. Um, so yeah, that's a pretty much a, a rough gist of our project. Uh, then uh, I hope you can also fill in a little bit on your end. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, hey guys, my name's Chin. So I handle the marketing part of things. So. I think to fill in for uh, Nikolai here is that uh, uh, this uh, this Rare Factory NFT project for the first collect a thousand collection we're looking to do free mint as well. So that's probably the thing they're going to add later. Uh, I mean, uh, we're going to talk about later. Yeah, that's it from me. Awesome, thank you guys. Um, yeah, I, I know that I've I've seen your project uh, Niptera for uh, for a while, and I know that the um, the game is, uh, was pretty fun when I tried it. So it's cool to see the, the evolution of what you guys are working here with Riot Factory. And I know you guys are working on some other cool stuff as well. Um, so let's dive deeper into uh, each individual. 
uh, project here. So with uh, in regards to Rebel, so one thing that I was curious about is what uh, initially inspired you to create the YouTube channel? And then also, why did you choose to use this specific Galactic Punk as your avatar uh, rather than going towards another collection or a different uh, avatar within Galactic Punks? Absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I, I was kind of getting into Terra last year. I think it was like sort of March or April time, not long after Mirror had started. Um, and I, I didn't know anything about Luna. I just, uh, one of my sort of YouTube friends, um, or a guy I followed on YouTube anyway, recommended doing some farming on Mirror. And the APRs in those days were like pretty, really impressive. So that, So that's what I was doing. Um, so I was really sort of getting into the sort of Terra ecosystem just on Anchor and Mirror and thought it was really cool. And compared to all the other sort of DeFi things I was doing around about that time, it, it just felt much easier. Like the user experience, the user interfaces, were I felt they were just cleaner, more beautiful, and I just liked using them more than any other platforms. So then, then I started kind of researching stuff online, as you do. And I was watching Terabytes and then Danku's channel and then Breevy, who does the Mighty Whale podcast, just kind of trying to learn a bit more about the ecosystem. And, and one thing I noticed was that everyone's channel was about the same topic, but was completely different. So then that kind of made me start thinking, well, maybe I could kind of contribute something to this. This was after I'd sort of done a bit of learning and thought I kind of knew a little bit about Terra. So that, that was kind of the sort of seed that got planted and, and that's kind of how I started. And like I was saying before, some of my friends in real life were asking me what I was doing. So I was trying to explain it to them, but I was thinking, well, it's kind of hard to explain. So I need to get it clear in my head what I want to tell them. So the videos were initially sort of like a learning experience for myself. That I just kind of thought, well, I'll just put them out there and then see what happens. So yeah, that's that's how the YouTube channel started, and then it has kind of grown from there. I've recently hit there's five thousand subscribers. I never thought like that many people would appreciate the sort of stuff that I'm doing. So it's a really nice feeling to know that it is kind of helping other people get involved with their own DeFi journey. And what was the other question you were asking about my profile picture? Yeah, yeah, no, but to your point, I think that the the market decides, right? Like even with uh, NFT projects, like we we uh, talk about a supply and then a price, but at the end of the day, during the mint, that the market decides to buy in and sell out or or not, right? And if they do sell out, then in the secondary marketplace, you know, it's just a whole different world, right? Like the market decides if it's a uh, uh, the the value of the right if it's going to rise the, the floor price is going to rise or go down and i think similarly with you uh with your youtube channel uh you know like the the expansion the growth of it um like you you don't know right you don't know until you put yourself out there and uh everybody has a different kind of like learning experience and some people will uh, kind of uh, attach themselves to either your voice or your graphics or just the, the the way that you present something, right? The visuals. Um, so I think, yeah, there's there's so much that pe people kind of uh, attach themselves to with all these different projects. But yeah, the second question was just that, and specific to your 
NFT, your avatar, your galactic punk. Why did you choose this one? Sure. Yeah. Well, I, going well, listen, going back to it was twenty twenty, way before any sort of NFTs entered my consciousness. I remember like I was buying Bitcoin and Ethereum, just just literally just buying it and holding it. And I started to hear about this DeFi thing. And I just thought, man, that just sounds like an absolute scam. Not interested. I'm buying Bitcoin. I'm buying Ethereum. That's what I'm doing. And then obviously over the next year, I kind of discovered what DeFi was and thought, this is just like the best thing. And I, as I was discovering DeFi, I started hearing sort of NFTs. And I thought, man, that just sounds like absolute nonsense. Another kind of scam coming along here. People buying JPEGs. That's ridiculous. Um, and obviously, like my opinion on NFTs has completely changed as well. And yeah, I was, I was lucky. I just kind of lucked into getting onto the Galactic Punks Mint. Um, I met Karma on Telegram. And she was offering people whitelist spots if they'd already joined and contributed to the Galactic Punks Discord, which I had a little bit, sent a few messages. And because of that, she she put me on the whitelist and I was lucky enough or fortunate enough to actually mint some of the Galactic Punk NFTs. Um, quite why I chose, at, at that stage, I don't know if I necessarily chose Galactic Punks. It was more like, it felt like Galactic Punks chose me. I also tried to mint some Luna Bulls but there was, seemed to be an issue at that time, and I, um, yeah, I wasn't able to mint any of the the bulls. So, so by default, I went for Galactic Punks. And yeah, I mean, the reason I chose my anchor spacesuited guy was literally because I thought, wow, I've got a channel about DeFi, and I've got a Galactic Punk wearing an anchor spacesuit. This is this is meant to be. So that's why, yeah, I went for this guy. I mean, I suppose a lot of my videos are about anchor, so yeah, it just worked out perfectly. Yeah, man, that that's awesome. Yeah, I, I I think it's cool just to be able to build a digital profile, like a reputation around something like a galactic punk as well. So uh, now you're attached to this forever until <laughs> you you stop making your videos on YouTube, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the interesting thing is like when you look at the sort of rarity calculator and stuff. Like my guy is not he's not rare, but. You know, I mean, I love it all the same. It, it, that rarity doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I've got a couple of other Galactic Punks who are more rare and look great. But I think you can't change your sort of Galactic... I mean, obviously, some people do change their online sort of profile, but it would just seem weird to me to change to, in inverted commas, a better Galactic Punk than, than the one I have. The one I have, I think, is just perfect. Cool, man. Well, thank you for sharing that. Appreciate it. Welcome. Um, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on with uh, PS Labs. Let's dive a little bit deeper into your project. So uh, the first question here is just in regard to uh, what inspired you to pursue the gen generative art side of uh, of your design. And um, you already have two collections out, right? The, the Lab and Terra X. So I'm curious about what uh, inspired you to, to go this right and then also how has that experience with the two first collections how has that been um yeah uh first of all uh congratulations rebel defi on on 5000 subscribers that's pretty good it's pretty difficult to get traction on youtube so uh yeah well done um so yeah in, in my inspiration so i think like generative art it's 
it's pretty easy to get inspired by this technology. Like, uh, I think for anyone, even people who aren't artists, uh, look at what this technology can do and it kind of blows your mind. And then, um, when you, when you really start to push it and you start to challenge it, start to ask it things like monkeys in space with rainbow bananas and it, and it will like make it for you. Um, and it will make it in like a matter of minutes when like a human being would take, you know, half a day or a day to show you what that might look like. Um, so yeah, when I, I, I first came across the technology, I actually first came across the technology <clears throat> probably about half a year ago. And that's just from seeing other people's work on things like, um, actually even just things like OpenSea and on Ethereum markets like foundation and stuff. Um, and I pretty much, I, I was really interested in it because my work in real life is to like kind of work with content creation. I'm pretty much a JPEG dealer before I even got into NFTs. And um, I knew about it. I never thought I would be able to do it uh until around december time I, I moved to i didn't i had to go to germany because um a member of my family was very ill so i on the way there i had to quarantine for two weeks and during that two weeks i basically just sat down and i just learned how to do it um and i just did it every single day for like 16 hours a day um and then by the time I, I'd finished my quarantine, I basically knew most of the stuff you needed to know because this um this technology is very new. It's probably only like uh six months old. Like the current form that I use is probably only six months old. And um yeah, back then I, I didn't really tie it in with NFTs and uh cr crypto stuff because it was just mainly learning the AI generative art side. Um, anyway, I came out of like quarantine in Germany and my German brother-in-law is like a, uh, like a proper crypto whale. Like he's been in it. He was like mining one Ethereum a day in his bathroom, like 10, like nearly 10 years ago. And I remembered calling him crazy. Um, anyway, now the dude is, he's like one year younger than me. He doesn't even know how much he's worth. Um, anyway, he, he like bought in on the ICO for like, uh, the terror. And then I was I was telling him about all this stuff that I've just been looking at and um, showing him the technology and things like that. And then he basically just told me to build the project on Terra. He said um, it, it would be really good, and he was like totally correct. It, 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 I didn't really we didn't really do any marketing. We just came along and launched the X collection on on Talis Art. And it just seemed to be like the right thing in the right place at the right time. And people really um, connected with the project. Um, it, it was a real, I wouldn't say there was like a real vision in the beginning of like what it is now. What I would say is probably since like the day we launched the original X collection, all the rest is just problem solving. Um, like even the lab, what is now the lab collection, we had to make that because there was no other way to sort of accumulate all the renders we were doing for all of the token holders into one place. Um, so that was just kind of like solving that problem. Where do we put all of these NFTs we're making? So we made the lab. Um, and then it's like, how do we make like 5,000 renders a month? And then all this figuring that out in the back end. And 
is not even just making the renders. How do we then mint them and airdrop them to 5,000 different people uh, efficiently without any mistakes? And uh, we're still making mistakes here and there, but it's just all been like one crazy technical problem after another. And, and then that whole experience has just been, it sounds difficult, but it's just been so enjoyable that I essentially just keep on pushing. I'm like, and once we finish one problem, I'm like, oh, what What if we try this now? What if we try that? Um, uh, let's look at this uh, sort of new branch of generative art technology. And is that, can we integrate that in? And so I, I would say the inspiration is just like coming from the technology itself. Like AI technology and NFTs are actually two totally different things, but they just seem to sit together so well. And as I said, I think it was just kind of the right place at the right time uh, and just, you know, showing it to the right people, uh, which is sort of all the community on Terra. And it just really kicked off. And uh, I've just been really lucky and I've just been trying to ride the wave and just make sure uh, make sure I have the reins on this thing and can keep on guiding it, keep on growing it. And it's just been a crazy experience. So, yeah. It's been, yeah, inspirations, inspirational since the start, since I just even opened the first coding block of um, sort of generative art that I was looking at. That's uh, great to hear, man. I feel like an, I, I can hear the, the, the passion and how much fun you're having with your project. And I think ultimately that's what's important here, right? That we're all having fun and we're, we're leaving our... <laughs> old old jobs for these new jobs that we essentially create for ourselves right like you like you're saying you learned this on your own and you you built it you know from zero from nothing and um the community kind of supported your vision your project and, and you've just been kind of um taking that um uh, and just riding the wave and continuing to build for your community and on your end just staying creative and trying new things out and solving problems so uh, I think that's the fun part here. Yeah, I think, um, sorry, uh, one last quick thing was, um, I don't think, like, one thing that's been good about this project, I don't think there's any sort of shortage of roadmap, if you get what I mean, because all we have to do is look at all the new developments within this space and just make it accessible, make it usable to, like, general normal people. And, um, you know, that's kind of all we really need to do just to take care of this thing. We can build more things around that, like community sort of architecture and stuff like that. But we don't really have the problem of sitting around and sort of thinking, okay, how do we like sort of um, squeeze blood out of a rock, you know? Go ahead, Rebel. Yeah, David, I'm, I'm just looking at the One Planet page of your collection. And I, I don't even know, is this, I don't know if, if it's the secondary market or if these are yet to be sold or how it works but they look well they look really good um appealing but they, they're so different and you're saying that these all this artwork is essentially created by ai yeah which one are you looking at right now are you looking at the lab or the x tokens um i'll be oh, the labs okay yeah so that is like we have a first collection is called terra x and whoever owns one of those x tokens they can access like on our website you connect your wallet and you enter into like this like it's like a submission form almost 
and you put in what you want, like you title it, and you put in what you want to see, you choose your aspect ratio. And we've got something that's called seeds. It's a bit like filters on Instagram. Um, and then you submit it. And then that kind of like uses up your token for the run. And we do like one run every week or two. Um, anyway, when the run is finished, it all gets minted onto the lab, which is the collection that you're looking at there. So we didn't make that. Like we made it, but we're not the creative directors per se. That's like our community who's gone in. They come up with all kinds of stuff, like <laughs> just absolutely uh, all the things you can imagine they're coming up with. And then we just render it out for them. We mint it onto that collection. So that's why it just looks like all over the place because it is all over the place. And um, so that's where we kind of like all the different generative art models that we're planning to bring out and uh, suppliers services to our users they'll all end up in the lab like that's where all the renders end up right wow and then the terra x collection does that then entitle you to get labs yeah so the the x token is like a pass it's like a pass to the lab so you need an x token when you go to our website we basically check that your wallet has the token in it if you have one token you get one render if you have 10 tokens, you get 10 renders. If you have 100, you get 100 renders. Um, yeah, and then you submit them all, and then we just airdrop it back into your wallet once they're done. Wow. I, I just find this so fascinating that, like, you're in Terra. I'm in Terra. You're in London. I'm, I was in Essex this morning. And, yeah, I had absolutely no idea about this project until I drove home to Scotland. So, yeah, pleasure pleasure I, to meet you <laughs> yeah pleasure to meet you as well i had a feeling you're from scotland for the obvious reasons um but yeah if you're ever in london just hit me up i've we've only been around for like four weeks like four excellent weeks. so that's probably why and we've done no marketing um uh we're, we're getting onto it that's going to change but yeah that's probably why well it sounds like you're perfectly positioned to do the marketing yourself so yeah awesome well yeah i will be down later in the month so yeah i'll, I'll give you a call yeah, thank you for sharing that, um, PS Labs. So let's uh, go with Riot Factory. I want to dive a little bit deeper into your project. Uh, the the I think the main question that people are going to have here is, what is the reasoning behind the free mint? And I know that you guys have a lot of things planned out. I know you have a lot of uh, partnerships with physical brands and um, and things like that. So I just want to see if you can dive deeper into the story behind that. Definitely, definitely happy to share. So, uh, why do we do free uh, the the you know, uh, free meal launch? Basically, we are, we are looking to do three things. The first thing is we're looking to build a genuine community. So you know, let's you know, we thought about you know trying to sell it for a crazy prices like maybe twenty five USD per pass. But you know, we felt like you know what, let's do a little bit of experiment and see what could happen. Can we really build a genuine community? If we just do a free bin, you know, so that's the first reason. The second reason would be like, you know, since so we design it in such a way that, you know, if you're on the free bin, you only get to uh, mean about nine random robot parts. So in order to make a robot, you need five parts. So we are intentionally letting you to mean about one, uh, about let, letting you to be able to mean about one robot. But uh, you still need another one part to mean another robot. So 
we want, we want to see what happened uh, in the secondary market where people try to collect the uh, remaining part to form another robot. So that's the second reason. We are interested to see how the secondary market will react uh, on how people would want to collect the missing parts. That's the second reason. The third reason is that we are looking to collaborate with brands to sell the NFT a lot cheaper. We're talking about physical brands like fast food chains or a convenience store or even say watch brands. So those are the brands that we are actually in talk, currently in talk with to see how we can roll, roll out NFT in large quantity at a cheaper price. The reason why we are doing in, uh, you know, in such a thing or such a thing you know, at a low, uh, low price and a large quantity is because we are looking to import a lot more normies to the crypto community. Because we found that you know, in the Terra community, at least right now, it's always the same people who are buying NFT. It's always the same liquidity. So we're thinking, you know what? Let's try to onboard more normies into the ecosystem, uh, which is why we are looking to do NFT at a very cheap price in our future collection and the current collection, actually. Uh, you know, with the current collection, you know, doing free mean, see how we can onboard the normies in. And yep, that's, <laughs> I didn't uh, talk in too uh, chaotic manner. Yeah, th those are my three points on why we are doing free me. Yeah, no, that's perfect. And Nikolai, did you want to add to that? Uh, yeah, just a small part. So uh, although that we are doing a free mean, um, we actually designed that, them in a way that they are kind of seasonal limited. So basically, first uh, 5,000 parts or 1,000 robots, um, they, we will not be revisiting the same design anymore. So like when uh, the upcoming series with larger quantities, um, they will be like a very different design. So uh, using this, we can as well incentivize those that have minted um, the original series to um, basically increase the uh, scarcity and the rarity of it. And, um, and we do it this way so that um, it won't really, uh, 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 it can hopefully drive up the price of the original. Uh, all people are coming in to try and collect. So, um, in the Asia countries, I'm not really sure about the Western side. There's this collection called uh, Bear Brick. Um, so it, it's like a designer toy where you have like this uh, Lego looking uh, bear um, uh, toy where they have collab with different bands to create. So our goal is trying to emulate a similar thing, but in the NFT, um, a way to actually drive in uh, the eyeballs towards it. So uh, this is actually just phase one of a uh, grander plan of eventually integrate uh, these NFTs into our game system where you, we wanted to expand it. Uh, I won't say it's like, I feel like metaverse is the word that has been overused. Uh, but uh, we, what we are trying to do is a game where you can actually uh, bring in your using your NFT as a social hub of some with brand being able to present there uh it's sort of like a mini meta per se but um in a much more feasible way uh, at our current infrastructure 
so uh, yeah, that, that's the stuff that I wanted to add on uh, to the collection. Cool. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And from the One Planet side, what one thing that I wanted to let our listeners know is that we are going to be able to share our assemble and disassemble functions with the users who mint um, the Riot Factory robots. So since it's going to take five parts to build a robot, um, we're going to just test out that feature. So we're excited uh, to to see how that works out. Um, all right, so Rebel, I know that you have to leave very soon because you have an interview with Terabytes, but one last question for you. Um, that is in regard to your recent um, position as uh, part of the Finance Nebula within the Galactic Punks DAO. So I, I wanted to just uh, see if you want to dive a little bit deeper into that. What has been your experience, and and what do you what what do you expect to um, to come out from from that now that DAOs are maturing within NFT space? One hundred percent. I mean, yeah. So I mean, as I was saying before, I thought DeFi was a scam originally. Then NFTs were a scam, and then now DAOs are the new kind of buzzword. But it is. I find it fascinating and really exciting the way that we're initially I thought like I just buy one of these galactic punks and then the team and whoever's in charge kind of runs the show. But the whole idea behind the DAO is that we're all well, not necessarily all in charge, but everyone's got an equal say. So I think rather than expecting just to be led along or the project just to be led by the team, if we want to turn Galactic Punks really into like not just sort of a blue chip NFT on Terra, but like into like a global brand, potentially, I think that might be the aim. Um, we, anyone who's interested and has a punk can get involved. So just recently they've set up or we've set up these different nebulas. We've got, I'm in the finance nebula, as you were saying. There's also a marketing nebula. We should maybe get Davis in there. Um, we've got the Education Nebula, and there's another one I'm just not remembering right now. Um, forgive me if I've missed off your Nebula there. But the I, I mean, I was going to go for the Education one because I thought, well, my video, videos are kind of educational. But I was encouraged by a few friends to maybe try out for this finance one. So we all had to like put ourselves forward, and then there was a kind of voting period within the DAO. So I was... I, to be honest, like I, there, I don't really know necessarily what the difference is between being voted onto the council and being in the nebula, because anyone can join a nebula that that they're interested in. So there's there's five of us that are on this like um, finance council, but there's there's loads of other people in the finance nebula, and their voice counts just as much as anyone else's, which I think is great. Like just a real flat sort of structure to to the DAO and because it's such a new field as well we're kind of learning as we go along but just some of the things like because of um, the royalties that keep sort of accruing to the Galactic Punks they've just been sort of receiving Luna and it's just been coming into a wallet and just sitting there and the the reason that nothing was done with it was because initially sort of no one had the authority It, it was the DAO's money so the team felt was they can't just decide to do X, Y, or Z with it. 
So that's why we've set up this this finance nebula. So we're supposed to help with the investments of the royalties that we're receiving. Um, and it, it's a very democratic process. We all sort of put forward our ideas and discuss robustly what we think. And, and, and all, all the discussions are public, which is great. So anyone who's got a galactic punk and who's registered to be in the DAO can, can read the discussions and then vote for what they want to do with the Luna. So we're hoping to have an announcement soon. Um, and our one of our first Luna investments, hopefully, is going to be to refract some Luna on Prism so that we can start earning some Prism tokens in the Prism farm. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I think I saw a tweet recently from Danku saying that uh, Galactic Punks is not really a NFT project anymore, that they're more of a brand, right? And and I think something that we've talked about is just the, the naming that they chose a, a really good name um, because Galactic Punks doesn't necessarily lock itself to the Terra ecosystem. It, it's it's a, na- a name that can be pushed as a global brand as well. 100%. I mean, and you just look at like the Board Ape Yacht Club and what they have managed to achieve in I can't even remember when the board ABL club came out, but like less than a year, I believe. And they're just in such, I mean, everyone knows, well, not everyone, but like a lot of people who are not particularly into crypto know of the board ABL club. So potentially if we can push galactic punks forward in that sort of similar fashion, then we're going to be running around with galactic punk trainers on and stuff. That's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure having you here. I, I know uh, you do have to leave, so whenever you need to drop off, uh, you're you're free to go, man. I, I you're released. <laughs> I know you awesome. have an interview <laughs> with terabytes coming up. That should be awesome to if anybody watches sure. terabytes. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure if we're going live or whatever, but I'm, well, yeah, I'll hang around for another few minutes and just hear from from the guys at PS Labs and well, from David and from the Riot Factory guys. But yeah, thanks you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure to meet you all. Cheers. Cool, man. Um, so let's uh, dive a little bit deeper into PS Labs. Uh, I just uh, put the tweet on top of here in the banner of your old collection, which is going to be the one that launches with One Planet. So um, can you share more information in regard to this? And I know that you are going to have some kind of giveaway. Um, for our listeners here so if you want to share about that as well go ahead yeah so um uh what you see above is a sample from the collection and we're releasing 2500 of them uh so the image you see is a ai generated image and it's four of them uh and then we are we tell the ai to make like four of them and then we use like these scripts that we created to basically generate them into GIF animations. Uh, So we created this entire workflow uh, kind of originally as just our own little art project. And then, and then, and it's the same method we use to create actually the X tokens. I feel like I missed the trick there. I should have made the X tokens still and then the O tokens move, but wherever they, they look great when they move. So Um, essentially we came up with this whole formula to create these GIF animations. And then once we got the service running smoothly and we you know, managed to hit this sort of 5,000 renders per month target, 
I was like, okay, well, you know what? We have the capacity to roll out GIF animation as well, actually. Um, so yeah, then we immediately started working on the O collection. And the O collection, as you can see, is just gonna be is gonna be a new token that you can use in the same space, the lab. It'll just be like a horizontal uh, slider. So you just move, you know, swipe right, then you're on the O collection render submission. They'll all be one by one square crop. They the options you'll have are stabilization. So the sample I've put at the top of this, that's actually like no stabilization. So if you choose like no stabilization, it'll look like that, like really erratic, and every single frame will change a lot. Uh, but it'll be like the same creative direction. Um, if you cut high stabilization, it'll you know just gently wobble or something. It'll be slight movement on it here and there. And so instead of aspect ratio, you'll actually be able to choose the stabilization on your GIF, um, and then uh, yeah, just throw away sort of aspect ratio. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we're rolling out two thousand five hundred of them for whitelist. And the only way to get onto our whitelist is to have an X token in your wallet. So all we're going to do is to just take a snapshot of all the people who have an X token, and then we're just going to make that the whitelist. So we always get asked actually to collab and give away whitelist positions. But the thing is, that doesn't quite work with the way I want to run our our project because the only way I want people to get onto our whitelist is to have an X token in the wallet, which is why. Uh, at the end of this uh, roundtable, uh, if you guys just leave a tweet me and say like why you would like to have an X token or that you really like them, things you might want to see, I'm going to choose 10 people. I'm going to give away 10 X tokens to each of them. And then whoever, you know, gives me the best tweet, I'm going to give them an o, o token when the collection drops on 23rd. So yeah, just uh, keep an eye out. on. Uh, at the end of the talk, have a look at the project. Uh, say maybe say what you like or what you'd like to do with it. Uh, if you have any sort of really interesting utility that you're thinking of, let me know, and then I'll send you a token so you can try it. Um, and then the best best suggestion, I'm going to just send them an o, o token anyway. So they'll be launching out whitelist for a hundred dollars each, and whitelisters can only buy one at that price and it'll be about 12 hours long and then after that it'll be 150 dollars public mint and it'll be in a you know random mint style um yeah so we're really excited to roll it out i think it's going to be the, a similar story to x renders it, it, it was really like a technical challenge actually uh dealing with the sort of scale and um I'm very much looking forward to it. I think we've got it down, but obviously until it's um, actual launch day where we go live and we start delivering the service, it's really hard to tell. So I'm really excited. I, I hope people like the idea of the GIF. We're actually going to be the first company in the whole world creating AI-generated GIFs as a service, regardless of it even being an NFT. No other company in the world is doing this. And so... We are making AI-generated GIFs, but on top of that, because it's not difficult enough, we've decided to <laughs> make them only as NFTs as well. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, that's coming out literally in two weeks' time. So, uh, yeah, if anyone's got any questions about that, uh, I'm right here.
Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you. That uh, I'm definitely excited to to be part of that Manta as well. You definitely got something cool going on there. Um, we got one more question here for Riot Factory, and if anybody uh, wants to come up and ask questions for our projects here, uh, please start raising your hand. Uh, so the last question that I have for Riot Factory is in regard to the utility behind your your robots. Uh, right? How are your holders going to be able to interact with them? Oh, so uh, so how are the holders going to interact with that? Is that you know, uh, as we spoken before, uh, uh, spoken just now, we you need five robot parts. So it will be head, chases, weapon system, leg, and chipset. You need to have all these five type of NFT in order to mean a robot. So in the whitelist round, when you get into the whitelist or the public mean, you get to uh, mean about nine random parts of robot. You don't, I mean, assuming that you have all these, you know, five type of unique type of robot parts, you get them mean a robot. Or, I mean, if you just so happen to be so unlucky, you mean about nine legs, you know, or nine hands, you know, in, in, you know like uh, in, in that mean, you sort of have to buy it off the secondary market. So, how, uh, so I was saying that, you know, how the users can inter- uh, interact with the rob, uh, NFT is that you need to collect all five different parts and then uh, you can build a robot. So it can be, uh, I mean, it can, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to collect everything, you know, in the, you know, uh, how do I put it, in the same robot, from the same robot. So it can be any hand, any head, any chases, any weapon system, any leg, any chipset, then you can uh, build a, one robot out of it. So, I believe this assemble and disassemble function is something. Uh, I believe it's the first Intera ecosystem, if I'm not mistaken, and it's something uh, we're very proud that you know we can partner with one planet to you know deliver something like this. And of course, uh, in future when we have future collections as well with the physical brands, those parts could be used to combine with the you know the current collection as well. So. It's really something like a Lego thing where you can just build anything you want. It's up to your creativity. It's up to your imagination. That's no bound to what you can create with this robot. It's really like Lego. And and and, and the and, and the working with a physical brand, it's also, you know, it's it's like how Lego has has this uh Star Wars Legos, has this uh I don't know, other brands Legos. Some that's something we want to create as well. We want to create, for example, a Domino uh, NFT or a KFC NFT. That's something we are looking to go move forward to. Yeah, that's about it from me. And Nikolai, if you have, have anything you want to fill in, do feel free to share as well. Um, yeah, actually, I think uh, Chin shared pretty much everything. Uh, yeah, actually, I don't have additional stuff to share. Are you guys also doing a giveaway? Yes, we are doing a whitelist giveaway on our Discord channel. So we, we actually did a very, very funny challenge here. Uh, we, it's called the Exodia challenge. You just need to put, uh, we have a template. Uh, later, do check it out on our Discord. It's a little bit hard to explain here, but basically we have a template. And then you just need to put anything that resembles a head onto the template, anything that resembles a hand on the template, Anything that resembles a leg on the template will give you an NFT. Just post that picture, we'll give you the whitelist. And I believe one planet has 
some ways to give away for for our audience in the roundtable here today, Espo? Yeah, so we are going to be doing events uh, for Whitelist, for Riot Factory, as we get closer to your launch as well. That way we can um, just continue to just build momentum and awareness towards your project uh, right before the Mint. Um, awesome, awesome. But, but yeah, if anybody is interested in the Whitelist from this conversation, uh, similar to what, what PS Labs is doing, uh, just send us a comment under this uh, roundtable tweet. Uh, and tell us why you're interested in Riot Factory. Uh, and uh, I think what would be best is if you actually use their template and show us, you know, five parts and make build your own robot. I've definitely seen some funny ones with like broomsticks and beer balls oh, yeah. and legs. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's really cool to see the creativeness that uh, people are, uh, you know, just uh, putting all these things together and building robots. So, so I thought that was a really cool uh, uh, just the event that you guys created yeah, for that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, some, some, somewhat inspired by the you know you need five parts to mineral robot, so you need five leaps. Yep, yep. Cool. Well, if nobody has any questions from the listeners, the last thing we'll do here is just have you guys share some last thoughts. Actually, we do have a question right here from Department Seventy Seven. Who they. They they just actually had uh, their equipables, the MacGuffins. So uh, go ahead, uh, it's your your floor now. Hi, I just wanted to say I just bought four X tokens from PS Labs, and uh, I entered them into the render thing, and I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm having fun doing it, and that's all I wanted to say. Nice one. <laughs> that's what it's all about, you know. Is um, I think like one of the things in NFT space. And one of the main things that differentiates NFTs in general from like coins and like tokens and all the crypto stuff is the fact that like NFTs are so much more fun and they can like actually like tie themselves up with culture on a level that like just normal like uh, coin based tokens just can't. And so, yeah, that's what I think like in the beginning of crypto i was kind of like on the edges just putting money in waiting for it to go up but then as soon as like nfts came out i was like oh my god this is so fun how can we make something like this and it took a while but i'm glad we did and i'm glad you are having fun and we've got loads more fun coming your way <laughs> um we got so much stuff even you know even though we're bringing out new collections like the o collection we're actually a lot of our effort right now is just going into just improving the service on the x render so it we're actually going we're going to roll out another kind of still render soon you know uh, it's like a it's a bit different to the one we have been rolling out it gives you like more coherent images like if you say like a lighthouse in the middle of the sea it'll be like a single lighthouse in the middle of the sea and um we're going to be rolling that out as well like that doesn't cost anything extra so you'll be able to like have more decisions, a bit more choose your creative direction. And if you ever get stuck, just go to our website. There's a, a part a page called the uni, and that's where I basically dump all of our like sort of research. Or not all of it, just the stuff I want to make available. <laughs> because actually behind the scenes, we're almost like an art research company, to be honest. And um yeah, if you if you ever need like more inspiration or like you really want to see the limits of what you can do with this technology, go check that out because there's tons of great stuff there. 
And thanks for thanks for buying the tokens. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, I love all of them. Uh, what what's going to happen now then? So it says rendering in queue. What's what what can I expect to happen next? Yeah, so we need to actually make that more clear. That's probably like one of the most common questions we have. Uh, basically, it all gets queued up, and then we run it all as like one giant batch, and then we like batch mint and airdrop it all in one go. So it's like it can take like one or two days, or it can take like a week. One thing, the reason is, is because I'm like the only person that can do the minting due to like the restrictions on the wallet. So even though we might have rendered loads of stuff, and one thing I would like to introduce in the future is that you can see your render, and when it's done, it just kind of gets like saved there, but it's not on the chain, it's not on blockchain yet, and then it all just gets put onto blockchain whenever I do the batch mint and render. But the thing is, you can like still see what what you've got. Um, so you don't have to wait that long and it, that's a bit more interactive a bit more fun it's actually in the roadmap we put it in so with the O collection funding that we're going to get or hopefully going to get depending on how well it does uh, one update I'm going to try to put into it is like a live view of the rendering while it's happening in the lab uh, and then like a string of other improvements but by the end of this year or like hopefully sooner we've been moving real quick and I don't really necessarily know how complex the solution is, so it might be simple. Um, depending on that, hopefully we're going to get the labs very soon to a place where you can see your rendering happening. It like gets sort of put to one side in like the logbook or something until, so you can still see it and you know it's happened, and then like it all gets batch mint and rendered, and that's when it goes into your wallet. So yeah, just to explain that it, that's something we've kind of been working on and like. How is that going to look and how is it going to work? How are you going to sort of build that feature up? Because the restriction is the wallet and how only one person can mint. Got it. Cool. Well, yeah. Uh, thank you for jumping on here, uh, Department 77, and participating. Um, you guys have a really cool project going on as well. Lots of fun. Lots, lots of funny memes going on in your Discord. So I appreciate that too. Um, any last thoughts from Riot Factory? Oh, I guess uh, just a reminder for everyone, we are launching uh, our free mean on 18th of April, 1 p.m. UTC. And yeah, have fun. It's free. You get to build your own robot. Let's see what you can build. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, thank you. And uh, last thoughts, PS Labs? Um, I guess I'll just finish with like, a, it's probably just a statement I've already repeated a few times in maybe one or two of the other AMAs. Um, just in terms of like NFTs and stuff, it's really opened up the art world. Uh, whereas before, you know, a standard artist would have to essentially paint on like a physical medium that cannot move. Uh, or it's like some kind of machine, like sculpture style thing that can move. But there's a whole category of artists that was like counted out in like the sort of fine art or paid art world. And that's like 3D artists, animators, and they used to just have to find work within, you know, films and advertising and places like that is pretty much the only place they could get paid. But now with like NFT technology, suddenly we have this massive, they've opened the floodgates to all these incredibly talented artists who finally have the opportunity to create work for themselves and sell it themselves. So we're kind of like on the cusp of like this new renaissance in art. And it's kind of been made fun 
possible by NFTs. Even though NFTs are just digital files, it doesn't just apply to art. They can do many things. But um, it's really exciting. And and I'm just happy that like uh, we're sort of in this space do you know providing our sort of services on the side with ai and generative art services but we're really on the cusp of like a art renaissance i feel and um yeah let's just all encourage each other and um just see where it goes it's all fun isn't it so uh good luck good luck riot factory your the art's awesome i love the characters i'm going to be having a go yeah well that's a great <laughs> statement great way to end this uh roundtable uh, and Twitter space. But yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree with you. I think just there, there's so many new jobs, so many new avenues being created, even for non-technical people, right? Like like myself, I'm, I'm here just uh, talking to you guys and getting to know your projects and be, being able to share your stories. Um, so uh, I definitely think that the, this renaissance with blockchain technology and NFTs is uh, going to be able to uh, just push us forward into uh, just being more creative and you just uh, continue to grow and allow people to, uh, I guess, kind of choose choose their their own path, right? And if art is your thing, digital art, and just being able to be creative, I think uh, the opportunities are endless here. Um, so with that being said, uh, just a last reminder uh, from the One Planet side, we have Playable that's minting live right now, uh, which is a fantasy sports NFT project in Terra. Uh, and then we have Intern NFT that is going to be launching in two days on April 14th. And if you guys have any questions in regard to those two projects or PS Labs or Riot Factory, you can always join our Discord as well and uh, we can help you guys out. Um, but with that, I uh, hope everybody stays safe and uh, have fun uh, with the rest of your day. See you guys next week uh, with the next roundtable. Bye, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the One Planet Roundtable number 10 with Riot Factory, PS Labs, Rebel DeFi, and more, recorded on Tuesday, April 12th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Visit OC's What We Do page using the link in the show notes to take advantage of some of their other educational resources, including weekly meetups to discuss Terra protocols, strategies, and concepts, the Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, and YouTube explainer videos on Terra concepts. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. 
digging in the dirt trying to find the treasure Learning how to mix this business with pleasure I'm kicking a lecture, spitting conjecture High as a bird while I'm flipping the gesture Living like a jester, investing these extras Dissecting a mess, an eagle looking headstrong Infinitesimal, the spit in his next world And if you don't agree, well then I'm afraid you're dead wrong So leave the mess hall and clean your plates up I can't believe the rest of y'all feed on makeup Bereavement breakup to rearrange your wake up Big ol' bloody mess like a scene from Braveheart Driving race cars to beat the fate It's hard to meet your maker when the features ain't marked Trying to slide underneath the paywall I'm afraid this motherfucker's gone AWOL You had best unfuck yourself or I will unscrew your head and kick down your neck Sir, yes sir Private Joker, why did you join my beloved gold? Sir, to kill sir No, you're a killer Sir, yes sir Let me see your war face Sir, you got a war face? on the earth trying to mine some headspace give a little gift like I'm lifted dead weights the risk of resting kicks the nest egg square in the nuts y'all feeling testy the breeze swept in no need of resting the least depressing so sweet but messy I need the best day to keep professing and hope my body doesn't leave behind a red stain pouring out a little liquor for the dead states while the rest wait and bleed domestic no means to gestate breeds the best cake beauty on the back of the queen she just ate so take a little dive down a K-hole while I flip the B-roll right into A-roll and make the payroll go a little further. Replace the merger with the tainted version.